This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. Tonight, we're here with our virgin, our virgin voyage today with Northeast Professional Sports. Right now, I got on our four hosts of different podcasts uh, that come on the Northeast Streaming Sports uh, Productions Network. Of course, I'm Mac with the Mac Sports Show. I have CJ, who's with Jets World, a, a new show that came on Northeast Streaming Sports. Uh, Keith Engel, our Patriots expert commentator. And uh, I got Pags, the uh, Philly sports guy who's all over the place on TikTok. And, of course, you'll see his video supporting the Eagles on everywhere and all the time. So, of course, what we'll do today. How you doing tonight, guys, I should ask? Fabulous. Good to be here, man. Living a dream. All right. <laughs> doing great. Thank, uh, an honor and a privilege to uh, get to do this show with you, gentlemen. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's very nice of you. As you see, I'm representing not my black fedora that I normally have on. I got my... Giants cap on and sweatshirt, and I'm so proud to be a Giants fan right now. So, anyway. I tell you, you're not even you're not even the best football team in New Jersey. That's the truth. That's the truth. Right now. Wow, yeah. it is what it is. You know, Rutgers is playing well. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's because they were too stupid to not put a uh, not put a stadium in Long Island. I don't know who, whose idea was it for that, but they definitely should have gotten a kick in the ass for that. I, they could I, have I, had a stadium in either Long Island or, or in Westchester County. Or you sure could have even taken over half a Hunts Point of the Bronx. You could have put they one sure over there somewhere over by Yankee Stadium. I mean, what the they, fuck? You they, got all that land. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, 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 you know, the governor The governor didn't want to work with, with either team. So uh, they moved. They packed up their Yeah, that's why the governor needs to get a kick in the ass and you get him out with somebody else who's going to sit there and take pride in your New York sports teams and bring them back to the state of New York. Uh, I tell you what, and there's the reason why that you don't have a New York sports guy. You don't have a New York City sports guy. You got you don't have anyone like that because there's not enough teams in actually New York. Right, it's the truth. Yeah, it's it truth. It is definitely. I so, can't even argue Pags, with that. You're right. <laughs> so so you'll find out Pags, you say that a lot. Pags, we're gonna give you the we're gonna give you the floor first. Of course, the Philadelphia Eagles right now are the king of the NFL. You've heard it all year. They're not they're not playing as well as they should. And you know, they don't look that good. And they just keep on winning and they keep on winning. And and that GM over there, if there's a soft spot or there's a there's a player area on the team where it gets a little soft, he goes out, and makes a big trade, brings on a pro bowler, and you guys are all set and ready to load again. So Let's start with the with the win over Washington. We don't have the com uh, commanders. Uh, we don't have Commander Nash in today, but he'll be coming on the on the show also in the future. But wimp, let's talk the about wimp. That. Listen, 
the commanders, the commanders always play you guys tough for some reason. I mean, you know, you you guys, uh, uh, the the rookie, not the rookie quarterback, second year quarterback. How it looked like a a Pro Bowler out there throwing against you guys, your defense. I don't know what it is with the with with the Commanders this year or last year. Well, he did have an interception, right? He did have an interception that led to a touchdown in a few yards. So, like, it's always right. it's always he looked great up until the point that it actually mattered. And then he didn't look so good, uh, and that's that's kind of that's kind of the mo with the commanders in general. Uh, I don't want to sound bad about them because obviously they're trying to figure it out. Well, now they now they are not trying to figure it out anymore. They've decided that they're going to cut their losses with Chase and Sweat and go a different route. And uh, I expect that you'll see full scale changes in Commanderland. That being yeah, said, yeah. the best team yeah, in the I NFL mean, is from Philadelphia. Well, let me get you guys' thoughts on this before we talk about their next game against the Cowboys. Do you think that this is setting the stage for Rivera to be fired? I, I want all your different takes on this. Start with you, Keith. You've been pretty quiet over there, and I know why. You're like me. Your team is playing so good, so I understand. Uh, yeah, it's hard what to do you think? Loud. <laughs> um, listen, I think Ron Rivera's probably run the string out in Washington, unfortunately. I think he's a good football coach, but, you know, they've had a lot of dysfunction there in the last uh, half decade or decade, I guess. Um, and I think it's caught up with, with, with Rivera. I think they'll probably go a different direction with new ownership in place there now. I think he's probably got his last chance. Unless they make a miracle run this year, and I don't see that happening. So I think Ron Rivera's probably <laughs> – looking for a new job i mean cj they get rid of their two one of the two defensive linemen of course the the commanders are known for their defensive line that's the strength of their of their team so you know i, I kind of agree with keith i think that you know what do you expect rivera to do now i mean you, you got rid of two of his best players well i have to agree with keith and i also have to agree with you i think that washington has already started the wheels in motion for a full-blown strip it down to the studs rebuild and quite frankly now mind you i don't have a skin uh, i don't have skin in the game but i can tell you (laughs) one thing from from a team that has had to experience going through a rebuild i can tell you something the only way that that rebuild actually works is stripping it down to the fucking studs okay None of this Band-Aid, oh, let's fire our offensive coordinator, let's fire our head coach, but we're going to keep our front office staff intact. No. You get rid of everybody in that fucking building. If you have to fire the janitor, you fire the fucking janitor, okay? Because essentially, the commanders are now experiencing what the New York Jets have been experiencing for the last 50-plus years. Ineptitude in management, bad coaching, Horrible drafting, horrible free agent signing. And when you have great stars, you can't hang on to them because you don't know how to build around them. So not being not being the biggest Jets fan ever, did I hear correctly that the owner of Lake or or the family of Johnson and Johnson owns the Jets? Yes, that is correct. Okay. And they are the fucking dumpster fire walking the face. Well, of the and I tell you, it's, uh, that's exactly what happens. I, I'm a Flyers fan. 
I'm a hockey fan. I'm a Flyers fan. And and that's what happened with Comcast. So I, this is what happens when corporations own sports entities. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know what they're doing. They're putting their, their godson in, in position to be able to be GM. And you wind up seeing how much of a mess it is. And then when it starts costing way too much money, you start bringing it back the other way. Exactly. So I understand a lot about what you're saying like that. See, and, and listen, I agree. I agree. I love this guy already. I love this guy already. When, You're my favorite guy right when, now. When the Yankees went through when the Yankees went through their, their their period, and Keith knows what I'm talking about. When the Yankees went through that big dry spells when CBS owned them. All yes, they did was yes. just run, the same thing. run run them out. Yeah, they just ran them ragged. So let's get to your big game coming up, Pag. I mean, listen, the Cowboys, Micah Parsons. Talking I, I think we podcast. should put a pin in that until till our other guest host comes up. Because I think no, even though won't. he's talking we're about gonna, Buffalo. No, we're <laughs> gonna talk, we're gonna talk about your side first. Of course, he'll be in and he'll be able to rebut anything you say. I, I imagine he will, because you two guys can get into it every now and then. So, but you know, you're coming in against the Cowboys. The Cowboys, uh, this is who's it bigger for? You're at home. You're at Veteran Stadium. I think it's still Veteran Stadium. And it's Cowboys well, at the Link. The Link at right, Financial Field, but that's okay. Yeah. Right. And they're going to come into your 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 house to your house. And what do uh, the Eagles? Is it big for them to defend their turf, or is it bigger for the Cowboys to be able to come into your into your house and beat you guys? I think right now it's it's much bigger for the Cowboys. Uh, that being said, I mean. I, it's always going to be bigger for the Cowboys because they're looking up at us. Even if they win this game, they still look up at us because we have one more win ahead of them. So I'm not as concerned. It's definitely bigger for them because if they lose, they're in essence three and a half games behind us. And that's a lot to try to make up for the division. So I would say it's a much bigger deal. It's more of a must win for the Cowboys than it is the Eagles at the moment. Now, a lot of people are saying their defense isn't as good because they lost their their all-pro cornerback there, and they haven't really been able to replace him. Now, Jalen Hurts is starting to warm up. Everybody, he's throwing interceptions. He's not throwing as well as he did. Last week, he has a big game, uh, and, and A.J. Brown has a huge, huge game, and you guys come back and you beat the, beat the Commanders. So, is it just is is it just them? I mean, the, the receivers haven't changed. What changed in the beginning of the year? You know, Jalen Hurts had an outstanding year last year. What changed this year in the beginning, Pat? Well, are you talking for the Eagles or for the Cowboys? For the Eagles, yeah. Because for the Eagles, I mean, I think right now, I think right now, Jalen Hurts has been playing hurt, and I think that that has caused him to not. Like, I feel like that the problem is on his planting leg because he has not been able to plant the leg very well. And anytime he starts to plant the leg, he, he the, those throws sometimes will become a little erratic. So I feel like that that may be some of his issue. That being said, I mean, it's, I mean, this is a divisional game. We are seven and one because we have a lot of talent on our team. And up to this point, you know, there was, realistically, even though we did lose to the Jets, we should be 8-0 no 
So, you know, I, I will give it to the Jets that they actually decided to show up a little bit. The defense showed up a lot that day. Their offense showed up a little bit to be able to kick a bunch of field goals. And Listen, we're able to beat uh, – We lost 12 straight against you guys. 14. Later, 14. Uh -oh, 14. 14. <laughs> just, uh, just to make it and this and, and we and and this Sooner is what later, happens. We were going to figure it out. It just happened to be this year. They were right? hungover from watching the, the Phillies play. Win. Trust <laughs> me. Let's let's be for real. They they beat a hungover Eagles team that were were watching the Phillies, and I I I got I got confirmation on that in a lot of different ways. But that's what happens. That's what happens, and I'm okay with that because you right. We the Jets had never beaten us. And they took some of that. You can't sleep on any team for any reason. These yep, are all professional right. players. And the Jets' defense played a great game. And their quarterback, uh, you know, said, hey, listen, I want to go get some of Mommy's friends tonight. And went crazy. You know what I mean? And had a good game. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let's welcome in Jim Jeffco, two-time Super Bowl winner. For the Dallas Cowboys, and also played out his career with the Buffalo Bills. I, can, I know he's going to be talking a little bit about the Cowboys tonight, but we want to get his his views on the Bills also. How you doing today, Jim? Good. How are you doing? We're doing good. So, of course, you know, you know, Pags has been saying it's more important for you guys to win this because you're looking up at uh, as as far as the Dallas Cowboys go that you're looking up at the Eagles and. You know, I think it's just as important for the Eagles to defend their territory against the Cowboys. I mean, if you got if the Dallas Cowboys go in there and beat the Eagles in Philadelphia, that's a big thing for the Cowboys, Jim. Well, uh, there's a lot of things going on. Um, first of all, it is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And how you have to look at it is each game is a different game. And obviously, you can't put too much uh, – emphasis on one game you have to look at the whole season and how the season works because we still got to go to buffalo and we still got to go to miami which is going to be difficult places to play also and that's the thing you got to look at you can't just put your whole season as the dallas cowboys didn't when they lost to san francisco they could have um, been down and lost three games or four games and they didn't, and that's the reason, because they're not – they're looking at it as this is the next game on the schedule. We got to play well. We got to play well. You're, you're entirely right. So, right. And, and that's kind of what I was saying, Jim. To... I'm sorry. that, uh, that That's kind of what I was got, saying is that something. it's more you know, of a – it's more of a – God, I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. That's okay. I, I want to get to your schedule coming up, Pat. Guys. Because your schedule is getting tougher too, uh, coming up here. I I, I don't think you guys are going to only have one loss this year. I think you guys are going to have a couple few losses, at least two or three. And you got a you got a very next three games coming up. Pags for the Eagles are going to be very tough. Yes, uh, but we have a bye week, obviously, because you know we get a week off. So we have, but we have Dallas, then we have Kansas City, Buffalo. San Francisco, and then Dallas again. So, I mean, our next six weeks is going to define uh, really where our season lies. What I'm, what I was getting at was that right. if there was a, if there was a must-win put on this game, the must-win would side more with 
Dallas than it does with the Eagles. Does this game make anything? No, because right now the NFC is parity in general. And the Dallas Cowboys are the second best team in the in the conference. So really, if you were going on conference, if we were putting an AP poll on the conference, you would have Eagles number one and Dallas number two. And that's what you're about to have this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. So, Jim, you're here to talk about the Bills. You got a show coming up after this a little bit. Pags will be doing the uh will be doing the NFC East show. You'll be doing the J and B talk and shop after this. Uh so I'm gonna get you in here with a little bit of Bills, uh Bills news here. Josh well, Allen and the Bills uh, of course we had a we had a trade deadline. We we had we had a trade deadline that came and went, and the Bills didn't make move for a running back. And and right now their defense is is okay, it's good. Their their passing game. They have digs, and that's about it, really. They have no running game besides Josh Allen. Why don't you think the Bills made a move? Why didn't they get a running back? Well, they, they did make another, a move. They, uh, got uh, they got Leonard Fournette. They got You're a lot right. of free yeah. agents. You're right. And then they did make a move there. And Josh Allen didn't practice today because of a shoulder injury. He did not practice. And they do have some. Gabe Davis is a good receiver. Now they did lose one of their tight ends. So that's it. They do have to run the ball better. And we don't know the issue is with Josh Allen's shoulder. Maybe that's what's been hindering him. But he's still one of the top passers in the uh, NFL now. But the thing is, is that uh, we talked about it Sunday, is with McDermott working with the defense as the coordinator, does he have enough time to really – be the head coach because he's putting a lot of emphasis on putting a lot of pressure on himself because I think he's in a situation he better do well or they're going to look at you know the situation and think maybe it's time to move on from him because they're we've all said this their window is closing the Bills window yeah. is closing because of the age and some of the injuries well, do you think that they the should steal a little bit of the back? What? If you guys will give me a second, I just I just want to get my 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 point in really quick. Jim, mm-hmm. I hear everything that you're saying 100. percent I agree with you with most of the stuff that they're saying. I think you guys seriously have one more year. If you go, you guys do not get it done this year, you maybe have next year. That's it. If you guys do not get it done, either this year or next year you are going to have to strip it down to the studs. Yes, I agree. Okay, thank you for letting me get that point in. Mm-hmm. And my question is, is that should <laughs> they start to steal a little bit from the Pittsburgh playbook? Like, I feel like Josh Allen is like, uh, like almost like a Ben Roethlisberger light. He's in a lot of ways, he might be a little bit more athletic than Ben. I would say yeah. a lot more athletic. Than yeah. Ben. yeah. More like also, ben also run, what, two Super Bowls? Yeah. Josh Allen hasn't gotten to that level yet. That doesn't mean he's not, but they got to go on a run. And just like you said, the second half of the season, we're going to find out there's going to start being teams that go down that we didn't expect. And there's going to be teams that go up. And they got a difficult schedule, too. 
And you know, if you've been in Buffalo, those fans they want wins. <laughs> That's just the way Buffalo is. It is. It's a tough breaking tables to get him. You know, Jim. You, you, you know, Jim. Jim, you talked about him not being able to do both, but you have coaches in there that do do both. Nick Sirianni runs the offense. He also the head coach. You've got, you know, you, you've got uh, the Kansas, the uh, the San, the you know, the, the Kansas City chief head coach used to be the Eagles head coach, but he also runs the offense there, and it seems like they don't have a problem doing this. So what's why is he having a problem running with other coaches are not? Well, um, defensive coaches are different than offensive coaches because you look at it and how they organize it because all they're thinking about is slowing defenses down and, uh, excuse me, offenses down as opposed to the offensive coaches. They're looking at scoring points. They want that defensive coordinator to have a little bit of freedom. All right. Okay. So let's let's let the new guy in here, Keith. Don't worry, I'm gonna get to you. You know, I know you're you're patient as I am. I don't know if you really want to talk about the Patriots that much. I'm not sure I want to talk about the Giants that much. But <laughs> CJ, that's, that's funny. CJ, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. CJ, the Jets <laughs> ugly win against the Giants. The Giants miss a couple field goals. The, the coach to me made a couple bad decisions at the end of the game. And your head coach celebrated that at the end of the game. Like it was like they just, you know, beat a, a monster team over there. And they really didn't. It was a defensive struggle. Everybody's putting the football. The Giants, I think, threw 11 times during the whole game. They, they, it was a terrible offensive game plan to me. Um, it was Saquon, and that was it. Run Saquon basically was their game plan. The defensive Giants did well uh, up till that last drive. What do you think about the Jets now? Do you think the Jets, as, as their schedule gets tougher and tougher, they go along, are they going to keep continue to be able to keep playing that same game plan? I'm actually glad that you asked me this because just in case if anyone did not get to catch my pilot episode last night, I do invite you to go and check it out. I went on a full-fledged rant about this Jets-Giants game. So I'm going to give you guys the condensed version, okay? <laughs> Any Jets fan who is celebrating this win and hanging on the rim, you are a fucking asshole. Do you know why? Because the Jets, all they needed was Graham Gano to hit one of the two field goals that he missed on Sunday. And we are having a completely different conversation. And not to mention that it was Jermaine Johnson's boneheaded fucking personal foul penalty that allowed the Giants to take the lead in the first place. Hey, our 30-second delay is is, is all used up now, so you got to curb it a little bit. Yeah, just saying, just giving you that heads up. But here's the thing. It's hard to win in the NFL. But, and you you appreciate every win you get. Right, you do. But, here, but, but here's the thing. The, what the Jets are doing currently right now Yes, they are winning in spite of Zach Wilson because their quarterback play has been absolutely atrocious. The best game of the year, probably the best game of Zach Wilson's pro career was the loss against Kansas City. And that was a game I still feel like they should have won, but I'm not going to get into that. The problems that I'm continuing to see 
is the Jets' defense is averaging anywhere between 68 to 74% of the time on the field. Go and take a look at the snap counts. The snap numbers don't lie. This is not sustainable through a 17-game season. We saw this show last year, all right? We lost six straight games because of this, because our defense was exhausted. They couldn't stop people down the stretch. We couldn't get our offense to score any points, which was completely ridiculous, regardless of who we had a quarterback last year. And we're watching the same movie we saw last year again. Now, for me as a Jets fan, and I've been a Jets fan over 40 years, so I've seen a lot of shit. I've endured a lot of shit. But the one thing that irritates me is, yes, we won the game. That's great. But the bullshit that you just pulled this past Sunday against the Giants, you are not going to be able to pull against the Chargers. Because the Chargers, no matter how much of a mess that they are right now, they flexed this past Sunday night against Chicago. Granted, they beat up on a bad team. It was a get-right game for them. That's fine. Here's the thing. The Chargers can very easily beat this New York Jets team. No matter how good our defense is. Because our offense cannot score points. And that has been the Jets' biggest bugaboo for the past decade. It's not just the quarterback. It's the offensive line. It's the lack of weapons. Now we have weapons, and we still have a questionable offensive line that still our quarterback, no matter who it is, you can put the water boy in there at quarterback, and he probably would still have the same stats as Zach Wilson, probably make a couple of smarter decisions. But you, you still have the key component to running that offense, which is the biggest question mark for that entire football team. And that takes away from the tremendous caliber that the, that the, the Jets defense is putting out there. The tremendous caliber that special teams is, is, uh, is putting out there. The way that they are playing right now, if the offense does not figure it out, and if the, and if the, the offensive line cannot try to uh, try to pass protect for Zach Wilson and Zach actually gets the ball out the way he's supposed to. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm telling you right now, it is going to be a mess. Monday night is going to be a mess. Now, you know what? I listen to it all the time. All right. Here's what I'm jealous about. So let me ask you this question. Day. Do you put, do you put, do you put any stock into Rogers? coming back maybe early that that he's out there actually doing things i mean right now you're four and three so as angry as you want to sound you are still above 500 exactly and and regardless of being being above 500 it's not being above 500 that you could yeah i understand that you're a realist on your team team has a chance but you also believe but i want to know how much stock you put in to aaron Rodgers. If if Aaron Rodgers was was quarterbacking this team, would this team be five and two? Yes, this team would. This team would be would probably the only the only losses that I could possibly see definitely Dallas because we got our asses handed to us, and maybe the Kansas City game, the Patriots game. That's a win. The Denver game we probably win that by thirty, and it's not even a question. The Giants game. 
this past Sunday, we probably win that by 10, 15 points. And it's not even a, it, it, it's not even a question. Because when you have a good quarterback at the helm, and Jim could Jim can attest to this, because you know what the Buffalo Bills did? They went out, they spent the money, and they built a, they built a wall around Josh Allen. That's why Josh Allen is a top ten quarterback because they went out, they got well, be, weapons, before, and they CJ, got to protect CJ, 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 CJ. Before Jim goes, let me tell you something. Aaron Rodgers, we don't even know what Aaron Rodgers is this year. So let's let's True. let's stop with well, if Aaron Rodgers was there we'd be six and one or five and two you still got the same offensive line and Aaron Rodgers the reason why Aaron Rodgers is hurt is because of that offensive line and in, in, in yeah at least in part so before mm-hmm. the Jets fans get all excited and start saying well if we had Aaron Rodgers we'd be five and two that's not necessarily true you still that might be not, just four and two and the Buffalo still has issues in their offensive line if you look at it Josh Allen like we always say, is athletic enough to hide some of those deficiencies. <laughs> Did Jack snap? Go but he didn't hide him against New England, right? <laughs> well, here's no, they did not. Here is the reason why I think the Jets would have a better record than than Aaron Rodgers. And Mac, I do 100% agree with you because you don't know what version of of Aaron Rodgers they're getting, and he's not the 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 greatest fleet of foot quarterback back there. But his decision-making and his being able to get rid of the ball quickly is a hundred times better than Zach Wilson. It is. But CJ, let's let's go back. Let's go back to his, let's, let's, let's go back. Wait a minute, Jim. Let's go back to his last season when the giants broke his thumb or whatever they did to him. Listen, at the end of that year, he didn't look that good. Yeah, you're right. He, he wasn't struggled. throwing. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't the same Aaron Rodgers. So Actually, it was when, we, when we say year, just year, they almost made the playoffs. But just when we say just suppose this happens, we really don't know. We're kind of we're kind of just throwing things out there, and, and it sounds good right now. And I'm gonna tell you, CJ, and you know, I'm I, I'm a I'm a Giant fan. I'm gonna admit this. At the end of the Bring year, when you look back, you're. You're not going to look back and say, "Oh, we punted the ball eight times," and and that you know we the Giants played us tough. It's going to be a win, and that's all that matters at the end of the year when you're fighting for the playoffs. It don't matter how you sure. got there; you got there. So if Aaron Rodgers comes back and he plays well, great. If he doesn't, that's what I worry about with the Jets. Suppose that Aaron Rodgers comes back at the end of the year and the Jets end up getting knocked out of the playoffs because he's there and it's not Zach Wilson. What about that? Listen, if it, it if it ends up happening that way, that if Aaron Rodgers comes back for say the the Cleveland Brown game or the New England Patriot game, and it's a win it's a win in your ring scenario for us, okay? And Aaron Rodgers goes out there and he's sacked four times and he he can't move out of the pocket and he just he's overthrowing receivers and just make you know just really really looking rusty. Then you know what? You take you take that hit on the chin, all right, and you say we made the we made the decision to put Aaron in there because he gave we thought that he gave us the best chance to win. So you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Okay. Now let's say for shits and giggles, they do make it, and he plays the first the first round. Okay. So because Jim's here, we'll say, oh, they have to play the Buffalo Bills in the first round. 
And then the Bills beat us by 40 and like Rodgers is sacked like seven times and he's like benched in the third quarter because he's got like six picks or whatever. Okay. Then again, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. It is what it is. Yeah, but you're talking about next year. Yes, too. it is. It is. I, I just, I'm just saying. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I don't, I don't he's, think it's he's, real. He's not the same Aaron Rodgers. What you say, Keith? I'm sorry. I don't think it's, I don't think I don't it's realistic. Think so come back and compete. Yeah. Nobody's ever done that ever, and he's going to do it at 40 years old. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. I think we it's shall a, see. Well, Keith, yeah. let's get yeah, to I your don't think he's coming back. Let's get to your Patriots. Um, you know, last week, uh, Mac Jones throws a big interception at the end of the game. He, he, you know, the safety was just sitting there waiting for that throw, and 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 Mac Jones threw it to him. Um, you guys, what do you think about last week's game? I mean, you got to be frustrated that the Patriots the week before looked like maybe they're getting it together, or, or and, and and again near the end of the uh, end of the game, uh, they kind of fold. Mac Jones is kind of pouting. I mean, what is your thoughts on on last week's game? There was a game that it was winnable. If you watch this game, despite how bad the offense was for a lot of the game, um, the defense is out there competing, and they had a chance to win this game. They had the ball in the fourth quarter with a chance to tie. Mac has a bad turnover near the end of the half, and and bad penalties and and bad turnovers keep hurting this team. Um, I mean, obviously they're depleted. Um, on the defensive side of the football with the Judon and Gonzalez out for the year, now hurting on the offense with, with born out. It was a really big game for the Patriots and they had a chance to win. If they win this game, they got, they've got winnable games in front of them the next five weeks. And if they were going to get back into this race, winning last week was a must. And they came up small on offense again. And, you know, yeah. we get on Mac Jones, but their inability to run the football is what's really killing this team in my mind. Mac has his moments, and, um, you know, <laughs> Zeke, Zeke and, uh, and, and Rashad uh, uh, Stevenson just are not, and the offensive line are probably contributing to that because it's awful. Last week is the first time uh, all year that they played the same unit uh, two weeks in a row. Um Hey, but I hear they're about to have somebody come back to the come back to the fold. Uh, who's that? Josh McDaniels is looking for a job. Well, he's not gonna, he's probably not going to get it in New England, is my guess, unless he's the head coach next year, which it won't happen. Um, this thing's just a mess, and I, I don't see. You know, it's funny. I'm look. I look at the schedule and I go, they got five. If they can win, go four and one the next five games, which they're all winnable. They're back. They're back in this, but then I say, "Well, haven't you watched the first eight games? Because there's no reason to think they can win four out of five. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, if, but any, if it's any consolation, the Jets can't beat the Patriots, no matter how bad you guys suck. So, <laughs> well, we got that win at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, you know, that's you know, the Keith, Bill Belichick to... curse. Yeah. Okay. You. You guys, you guys got the commanders coming in. They've lost two of their their big defensive linemen, Chase Young and Sweater, yeah. gone. That that should ease up a little of the pressure on Mac Jones and and, and your offensive line. Uh, if your defense can control that commander offense, 
Uh, you, you got a shot at winning again this week. Well, again, they got the Commanders, they got the Colts, they got the Giants, they got the Chargers, and they got the Steelers. Now, they should be in every one of those games. They should be. And if they win four out of five, well, you know, now you're six and – what are they, six? What would that be, six and nine, I guess? You six know, you're still, you're, you're still, you know, chasing <laughs> chasing a, a, a invisible rabbit or whatever. I don't know where that came from, but – I just can't. Rabbit. Still putting lipstick on that pig. Yeah, well, I guess that's where I was going, that pigs. It's just putting lipstick on a pig if they do win four out of like five. Because what are they going to do? They're the toughest division, maybe the toughest division. You think this is the? You think that's the toughest division in football? I still. Well, it's not now because of the way the Patriots have folded. Uh, so I can't say it. I would. I said it before the year that I thought it was. I think surprisingly enough, I think the uh, AFC North is, is one of the stronger divisions in football all of a sudden. Yeah, it's more competitive Yeah, because of the teams in it. I don't know if it's the strongest, but they are competitive. I don't think the East is uh, in the NFC either because of the Giants and the uh, team formerly known as the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. Team formerly yeah. known as the Redskins. You know, Keith, we've, we talked about this on the, on the big show, the, fo- the big football show and that – Belichick, he's got nobody knew he got that extension. I don't know if that's a pay to Belichick for thank you that maybe he's done this year with the Patriots. Um, you know, I I don't think that Robert he'll accept Robert Kraft taking the GM responsibilities away from him. I think he's been there too long. He won't. He he just would figure that might be you know a downgrade or a, or an insult. What do you think is going to happen with Belichick at the end of the year? Does does another coach move up and take over? Well, again, they've done everything they can to keep. Uh, uh, boy, I'm having trouble tonight with my with my mind. Um, who's the linebacker they kept? Um, Gerard Mayo uh, kept keep him in the fold because, according to a lot of sources, he's the next guy in line. Um, where a lot of people thought it was Josh McDaniel, but it never was. Uh, Gerard Mayo's uh, sitting there. They're not going to be able to keep him on that staff forever. So if Robert Kraft is in love with him as much as. Uh, the media thinks he is, then they may have to make a move this year or lose mail. A um, lot of rumors about Belichick. If he does leave, p- possibly going to a team like the Chargers. Yeah. Um, so I don't think Bill Belichick is going to quit if he if he has to walk away here. I, I still think it's going to be hard for, for Kraft to pull the trigger there because it's not going to sit well with the fan base. As bad as they played, people aren't necessarily blaming it at all on Belichick, the coach. I'm not blaming it on Belichick, the coach. I blame a lot of it on Belichick, the GM, because his talent evaluation has not been up to snuff at all the last four or five drafts and free agents uh, uh, signings as well. So the big problem is not Belichick, the coach. People say the game's by. I don't believe that. I think it's talent. That's his fault too, though. Keith, were were you surprised that the Patriots didn't make a move at the trade deadline? Well, there's a lot of rumors about them unloading um, uh, a couple of guys, including uh, you know D- Kyle Duggar, who I love. He had a big game Sunday, and he's played really well all year. I I would not be parting away with with Duggar, but they've got guys like Duggar um, that are unsigned. Uh, uh, Jas Uche is another guy. He's hurt now, but he's really been a good contributor in that linebacking core. A lot of teams were inquiring about these guys, and. I, 
I guarantee you, known Belichick, if he'd gotten a high enough draft picks, he would have moved any of them. But I'm sure teams were not offering, you know, premium for these guys the way the team has played this year. So I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised that no moves were made. Well, we'll see. We'll see. As you said, the Patriots season uh, will will probably rest in the next few games. I mean, uh, if they're not out of it now, if they don't win a few of these games coming up, they'll definitely will. Which brings me to uh, a team that I've been a fan of all my life uh, through the good and bad times, uh, the New York Giants. And I don't know if you could say that I was upset, mad, or furious after that game with, with against the Jets. The Giants' defense played their butts off. Uh, the Giant offense, I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what kind of game plan uh, that the coaches came up with. And I blame this this loss on the coaching staff of the Giants. They threw the ball, I think it was 11 times the whole game. They're going down at the end of the game. They go for a field goal that should have been should have been made, but wasn't. And I don't know why they went for a field goal with 40 seconds, 46 seconds left. They choose to receive the ball instead of kick the ball away in bad weather, and their defense has been performing well the whole game. So they get the ball. They put in the kid, uh, Danny DeVito, I think his name is, if I'm not mistaken. They put him in, and he throws three passes to, to Saquon Barley, Barkley, two out, and one over the middle for a, a, a screen that couldn't had no chance at at working. And I just I, – I was I was speechless. And I know the ball is supposed to be a good coach. And I know uh, uh, the offensive coordinator, the Catholic, who came over from, you know, came over from the 49ers is supposed to be a kind of an offensive guru. I haven't seen any of that this year. I haven't seen them play offense all year except for that one game against the Cardinals. That's the only offense they played the whole year. Their defense played their, their, their hearts out. Uh, Thibodeau had a great game. Lawrence had a great game. But I, you know, Jim, you're a, you're a former coach, and I know you're on a defensive side of the ball. Have you ever seen a worse game called by a coaching staff? Well, I think some of the problem is is the personality you have right now. Obviously, you're missing Jones. Uh, Waller gets hurt, and you say that, but and then the receiving core still you got issues in your receiving core, and that's the biggest issue you have. The offensive line is probably the biggest yeah. issue. In think. the offensive line, too. I mean, you got so many issues. And your schedule, just like I told you at the beginning of the year, is a lot more difficult than it was the previous year. The ball had a, an easier schedule. He wasn't playing these kind of teams. And now I'm not saying the Jets are that kind of team, but it, he got beat. Those kids got beat up because they were playing better uh, personnel and better teams. And that's a little bit of it. It's, he's still you, a good coach. Jim, I, I I understand what you're saying, and I think he's a good coach too. But to me, throw the ball down the field. Maybe you get interference. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe, you know, I mean, underthrow the ball. I mean, why not try it? Why not at least try it? And that's what that's I'm, I'm saying. They didn't even try but Danny DeVito is doing what subway commercials now or little John, uh, Mike, Jersey, Jersey Mike's, Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Danny DeVito was probably peeing his pants when he went out there. I'm just being honest. 
He was. He didn't know what was going on. Oh, <laughs> I like Danny. I like Danny. Tom, Tom, he's Danny to be yeah, no son. He is a relative, and I, I have that on, on. Go ahead. But go ahead, uh, you, you have to look at it. With that quarterback in there, what are you supposed to do? Nobody knows what he can do. Maybe he can throw the long ball. Maybe he can't. I don't know. Try. Jim, try. Just try. All I wanted him to do was try. They didn't yeah. try. Field, I, though. Didn't, they, they I didn't don't have to throw the ball down the field. Yeah. Well, Same if I could, Mac, let me tell you what, what Keith, it wasn't what, what surprises me about the Giants. Now, yes, last year you guys benefited for a little bit of an easier schedule. You guys were able to make a playoff appearance. So big things were expected of the Giants this year. So obviously you guys are having to deal with, oh, well, the Giants were supposed to be this powerhouse. They were supposed to contend for the East. They were supposed to give Dallas and Philly fits or whatever. The, the commanders were supposed to be, you know, fighting with themselves for the last roll of toilet paper at the bottom of the NFC East. But the problem was that regardless of whatever your schedule says, you play whoever's in front of you and you have to be ready. And I just think that maybe the Giants just did not do enough in the offseason, talent-wise, preparation-wise, whatever it was, where that's the reason why they're struggling now. Doesn't mean that they can't turn it around. Doesn't mean that the next five games they can't go on a run and at least be at least be respectable, at least make a little noise or maybe, you know, piss on somebody's season or not. But I personally think, and I've been hearing this a lot on, on New York sports radio, you have to give Brian Dable and this staff one more kick at the can because they inherited a mess when they came in here. And for even the fact, even with an easy schedule last year, that they were able to scrounge together wins and actually make it to the playoffs is an accomplishment in themselves. Michael Kay says this all the time on his, uh, on his show. You don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And I feel like that giant fans who want to sit here and say, well, Dable sucks and he needs to get fired and get rid of this one and get rid of that one. No. You need to let the process play out because otherwise you're going to turn into the Jets. Two years, dump a coach, bring another guy in. right about that. You have to give no, a guy no at least anywhere. I'm not saying, three, I'm, three not saying I'm not saying CJ. CJ, I'm not saying get I am not saying get rid of the ball. All I'm saying is I want to see them try the coaching staff, especially in the off, off on the offensive side of the ball. They have under they have undercalled games. They're not calling games. They, I mean Saquon was out. Okay, I understand. I mean, that's, that's your major weapon there. But you still had Waller who was healthy. You still have some receivers that you could try to throw to. Whatever happened to the other tight end? The other tight end had a good year last year. All of a sudden, he can't yeah. catch no more. I just don't understand. I, I the, the, Daniel Jones was holding the ball too long. There wasn't quick decisions. That was supposed to all change this year. It all fell apart. And that's the thing that's driving me crazy right now. The so curse of Eng Evan Ingram. The ball. That's what's driving yeah. me. That is true. You lost <laughs> Evan Ingram. Yeah, that's you what you lost Evan right now. Well, another thing too was a lot of people were expecting no, Brian no Dable no to, no to turn to uh, turn you know uh, 
Daniel Jones into Josh Allen 2.0. But the you don't have the offensive line to be able to do that. That is true. I don't see Stefan Diggs in that wide receiver room either. So you still need somebody to throw the ball you got to. My head right too. I agree with that too. And they don't Matt, have you're it. about at the 10 minute mark before we're off here. Do you want do you want to Yeah, I was just so listening to how ready? much the Giants Pat. stink. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so the don't Giants worry. stink. Don't worry. New you England stinks. You know, this is, what, have, this is what I get for having to listen to all that Yankees talk all over the place. Your football oh. team stink out loud. <laughs> listen, I got news for you. The Yankees all right, stink, Pat. too. Yeah, it, we'll have one chance. Yes, so, yes, but, we uh, Hey, listen, we I, I appreciate know. coming on the show. All right, Pax, have a good uh, one. I will Check be out back Pax next week. Yeah. All right. I know we're gonna get into it on Sunday. All right, Pags. Yep, yep. We'll, I'll be I'll be in early. We'll, just we'll see for you and there, Jimmy. Check out. Just to give you a big smooch. You guys have a great night, guys. Right after first. this. Stay, All right. Yeah. Stay on Roku. Stay on Roku. So you know anyway, um, guys, yeah. uh this is a good if Pags is going to keep picking these fights, he might better stick with Frank and not pick on Jim if, the, if he's going to have a fight. <laughs> he's going to get that quarterback's dad. Though, so guys, arm I'll take that personally, Frank, if you're still there. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> right, right. So, 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 guys, just to let you know, we're on Roku, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook. Yep. Like, share, on uh, like, follow, and share, on, uh, and subscribe on YouTube. And, of course, download the Roku app. So you can get all these great shows. Um, we talked about Rivera a little bit uh, before you got on, uh, Jim. Again, you coach. You know. You know what it's like to coach in the NFL and how cutthroat it can be. Um, do you think Rivera's gone at the end of the year if the, if the Commanders can't put together some if kind you of win streak? To, which is interesting. You listen to what uh, Magic Johnson is saying. The owner is not saying a lot, and that's interesting. And he was the owner of the 76ers and he made a lot of changes or actually he is the owner of 76ers and this guy is not going to be patient he's similar to tepper he is similar to tepper they want it now but they don't understand it's a process to it to get that they're going to have some good did you realize that they traded uh chase young the second pick in the draft for a third round choice they got yeah. in them sweat and things yeah. like that. They're trying to accumulate draft picks. He's an analytical guy. He's, he believes in all that analytical stuff. Well, you know, we got we got a second rounder for for the big cat for Leonard Williams. So I don't feel yeah, like yeah, I got what, uh, a third or fourth rounder. We That's got we got a second round and we got a fifth round. And the fifth round the year after, and of course, we got to pay most of his salary this year, but that's worth, yeah. I guess, a, a second round pick. So it wasn't yeah. a bad move, I don't think. I, I did like uh, Leonard Williams, even when he played with the Jets. I think he's a he's I overall – he's I not like great, but, but he's really – his motor never stops running. You know who he played for at USC, don't you? Pete Carroll. Mm -mm. Yeah. Pete yeah. Carroll. Interesting. That'll be nice for Seattle. That strengthens them up. That hey, San Francisco 49ers, uh, don't look yeah, they're the number the one run America because they just in the NFL. They're the number one run defense yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Keep on my Super Bowl. That's your, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. 
So, guys, end of the show, I want to give you my top five in the NFL right now. I want to see if anybody disagrees with this. Um, you know, there's there's certain teams that are in, not in this right now. So I got the Eagles. I got the Bengals, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Jags. Of course, there's a couple teams that are right outside right now, but they're not playing as well as I thought, for instance, Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're having a little problems over there right now with the new receivers. Detroit kind of got blown away from Baltimore. Uh, you know, maybe they're not as great. They're good in that division, but maybe not as great as we thought they were going to be. Seattle's sitting there right now, too, waiting to get in the top five. So, guys, have at it. Anybody I missed or anybody you disagree with? I like Kansas City still, and I like yeah. Detroit. I like Detroit because they can run the ball. And, right, they are struggling a little bit, which is interesting uh, Jack always talks about Hutchinson. Well, Thibodeau is showing why he was the higher pick. Yep. And he's starting to come and become a player. And Hutchinson is struggling a little bit. He might have started fast. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not keeping it up. I would agree with Jim on the Chiefs. I'd have the Chiefs I, mean, in the top five. I, I would have the Chiefs in the top five and drop the Bengals right now. Might change that maybe in a few weeks. Why? Yeah, the Bengals are playing good. Until the Cowboys beat somebody like the the Chiefs, the Chiefs. Listen, Jim, the Chiefs lost to Denver. Yeah, but did you see? Let's be honest. They lost to the Denver Broncos. Yeah, it was snowing. It was a. I mean, the whole whole team had the flu, and I mean, back when the holes were sick. Yeah, you're right. I don't. Oh, I mean, okay. you'll see what happens when they go to um, Germany this week. I, I had to say, I'm saying the same thing I said last year. Early on, people trying to write the Chiefs off last year. And I said, you know, the demise of the Chiefs is uh, greatly exaggerated. Yes. And I think and I it's do a, like the Bengals, you know, what they're no, doing right a, now. This, this is a totally different Chiefs team, though. This is not the same Chiefs team as last year or the year before. It's a totally different Chiefs team as far as wide receivers go. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is, is a magic man out there. I, I agree with that. That's why they're still on the outside. And Miami beats them. You know, maybe Miami jumps in the top five. You can't – to me, what happened last year is last year. It's not this year. It's sort of like the, sort of like the just way to Aaron Rodgers. Miami has not beat a winning team this year. Did you know that? I agree. I did. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Has, so has, now has the Eagles – Eagle, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have the wait a minute. Have the Eagles beaten a winning team yet? They can only play the teams on your schedule, number one. Yeah. But ah, there you go. Thank you, Keith. There you go. You play the teams your your schedule. Yeah, but Eagles, I don't care. Eagles I, to me, see, that's a bunch of nuts. And AJ Brown. That was one of those trades. If you would have got AJ Brown, it would have been a bit a different Giants team. AJ Brown wanted to go to the New England Patriots. That's where he wanted to go. And they, they said he cried because they didn't pick him. I that kid too. is different. <laughs> I like Marte <clears throat> Anyway. I cried too. I, I, we, I know we got respective teams that, that won a lot last year. I know we do. And that's fine. But but right now, the Kansas City Chiefs do, do not look like a top five team in the AFC. The Bengals would be All them I, right now. The guy – the guy who you love, who I think is one of the worst human beings ever to walk the face of the earth, said you're you are what your record says you are, and the Chiefs are six and two. Sorry. I think he's the worst they human are. being too, and I work for him. There you go. Oh my God. Do not gang up. Listen, 
I'll start muting mics. You, you guys start making fun of Bill Parcells. Your mics will get muted quick. By the way, by the way, brought your Patriots to a Super Bowl, made the Jets a winner, and made the Cowboys a winner again. So I don't yeah, care about he, being a worst human being. The guy is one of the best coaches in history. Bill Parcells. They probably lost that Super Bowl because of Bill Parcells. Just yeah. Definitely. Who was yeah. who was the defensive coordinator on the New England Patriots? Uh, Keith, Bill Belichick. Thank you very much. So that that's that's what lost the game, and the Green Bay came back and put it on you. So let's actually, no, actually, right? actually, the coach making the whole week about himself and getting ready to leave for the Jets exactly. and negotiating a contract, exactly. leaving a special teams player on the well, on the team on the roster. Well, all right, all right. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So we'll blame it on Robert Kraft for not letting him have his say. That's what. So we'll just blame oh, it on Robert. Kraft. He always says that if he's gonna make the meal, he wants yes. to buy the groceries. That's he's right. always said that. And sometimes yes. his groceries not that good. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we could. Well, I guess so. So just an FYI. Listen, listen. You two have nothing to talk about when your GM right now is Bill Belichick, and your team has no talent, and Jerry Jones is your GM still. And you have nothing to talk about. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Fire! All right. Well, that GM. They start talking. They start listening. They start talking. That has nothing to do with Bill Parcells. You start talking about Bill Parcells, we got problems. That's all I know. Anyway, what? Anyway. You come up, good. Come up here, and we'll go spend some time with Bill Parcells in Saratoga, New York, and you'll find out what a jerk he is. Well, I can tell you. That's because that's because he knows with him every morning. Yeah. Right. So Jim. So Jim. Jim is going to be a baby because. Because Parcells made you go get his water or something. I don't want to hear. No, he never that. made me get his I, water. I, I don't want to hear about that. Uh, <laughs> my God! Oh, all right, all right. Listen, listen. Why do you got to always got to go back to Bill Parcells, the, the top in the top six coaches in the history of the NFL? You get a hard time. Like I was saying, I was saying he was right when he said, "You are what your record says you are." That's how we got there. Right, right, right. The Chiefs are six and two. Yes, they right. are, and they haven't. Been, and they lost to. Uh, and they lost to. Uh, who did they lose to? <laughs> Denver Broncos. <Okay. laughs> And who and wait a minute to end the show. Well, wait a second to end the show. And who is in the coaching tree of Bill Parcells? None other than Sean Payton. Thank you. I won. The the debate is over. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. All right. I really appreciate it. Uh CJ, thanks for coming in. It was a lot of fun having you here. Um I'm glad we changed our our, our rating on Roku to mature. So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jim, we'll see you. Uh, JMB Talk and Shop will be on at 8 p.m. So you got Pags over there on NFC East show. Then Jim will be on the JMB Talk and Shop. Of course, Keith is has his big three shows. Uh uh Conscious on Sunday. He has his uh college foot, one of the best, best college football uh analysis uh out there. So oh, it's tonight. And do it live no, tonight. It's Friday morning. It's on Roku Friday. And again, okay. again uh, guys, thanks for coming in. We really appreciate it. Uh, our first show right. having having you all here with us. Have a great day. We'll see you on uh, Mac and Jack on Friday. Take care. All right. See Make you sure guys. You send me the